Hey, welcome to the Gary Winchester Radio Show. I am your host, Gary Winchester. If you don't know who I am, if you don't know anything about me, let me introduce myself real quick. I'm a proud stay-at-home dad, a social media guy focused on branding, strategies, and sales, family wellness advocate. I care about the health of my family and yours. Uh, I use a pure safe and natural product that I'll talk about from time to time. I'm a mobile tech enthusiast and a Christian music fan. You are about to listen to episode 19. And on episode 19, I'm going to talk about life of a stay-at-home dad is one of the segments. Uh, I'm going to talk about anger. And another segment will be social media. I'm going to talk about checking on your kids' accounts. And another segment will be Christian Music, and I'm going to talk about New Release Tuesday. So, let's get into the show. One of my favorite segments to talk about is Life of a Stay-at-Home Dad, because I get to share what I've learned over the past year, or last night. (laughs) I also get to share... um, the funny stories that we have, the different things that happen. And so I enjoy this a lot. Probably not going to enjoy this one so much because this is uh, a lesson of anger that I learned because of my daughter. Literally last night, the kids weren't listening and it, you know, things just started to happen. Um, I ended up yelling and then uh, it goes through this cycle. And so I want to share this a little bit with you. So what I learned last night was with the, with having anger and the children that listen to me, there's a process. And so the initial part of the process is, is the buildup. Um, and I'm just going to call this uh, the cycle, the, the anger cycle. I'm not sure what else to call it, to be honest. Um, and so the it, it kind of has, there's a buildup process to it. And in, in the build-up process, what happens is the children aren't listening. And so it's literally like, is anyone listening to me right now? And, and they're probably not. <laughs> At least they weren't last night. Um, and then you get to this point to where, okay, I've had enough. And you get really stern. You need to stop. You need to you know, do what I'm telling you to do. You need to listen. And... With that comes a raised voice. You're not quite angry. You're being very stern. And then within a few moments, they're doing the same thing they were doing, right? They end up not listening again. And that builds up, especially if you're doing something. Like what took place is is the kids were running around the living room. Um, The two older, my three-year-old and seven-year-old, were running around and playing it very rough with my one-year-old and he's a tough dude but they weren't listening when I asked them to stop and calm down because I was cooking dinner so in that situation it was a little stressful and so once they didn't listen I start to build up and then I have this I call it an explosion because I don't raise my voice I just yell so that they can hear me because at that point, I assume they're not listening because they can't hear me, right? And when they don't listen again, I get into anger. And anger, the anger part, 
is not a place I want to be at because I'm really like trying to deal with that and keep anger under control and just not be quick to being angry. And so I sent them to the room and because I yelled and uh, I got so angry at them, I feel horrible. Like it's this cycle and I, I call it having a cup of hate myself. Yeah, it just, you get to this place to where you're like, oh, man, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to yell like that. And um, I, I don't want to be angry. And so what happens is once I send them to their room, I end up asking them to come down later, of course, after I'm done with dinner, and ask them to forgive me. Hey, you know, please forgive me for yelling at you and, and, you know, if I scared you or if I was mean because it's like a very quick thing. It happens fast. So, um, so then I go into the stage of after they forgive me, I go into the stage of what I call sulking. And I think, you know, I, I'm at that point, I'm thinking I'm a horrible parent. And I don't know about you, but I end up going to things like junk food, things that are not healthy foods. And then I go into a period of sadness because I think about it and I'm like, how could I have handled that differently? Um, This is not always a bad place to be. It ends up being a good place most of the time because it's a place where you learn the most. So I'm going to talk about in this next part how you could end that cycle or change that cycle. Now that I've talked about the anger cycle, at least for me, what the cycle looks like. I'm not saying that's how it is for everybody, but... It's, it's the lesson I have just learned uh, from a situation. I'm thankful I learned it, but I'm sad that the situation was there to begin with. So for me, this is how I can end that cycle. And hopefully this is helpful to you. I need to ask myself four questions. And if those fail me, there's a fifth. So question number one I need to ask myself is why are the kids not listening to me? Uh, The second one is what are they not listening to me about? What am I saying that they're not listening to? That's the same question. Uh, Question number three is uh, can I say it to the kids differently so that they understand? And number four is how can I solve this without yelling? Because that's where I really want to get. I want to get to a place to where I'm solving these situations without yelling and and building up to being angry. Right? And if that doesn't work, number five is give them the benefit of the doubt. There's either something I'm not saying right. Or there's something they're just simply not understanding. I had listened to this podcast uh, from this lady that talks about selling. And she said, uh, she read a book and they talked about one word that simply changed conversations. 
and it was because. I need you to do this because. And that really got people to do things. And they did an example. It's called the, uh, I believe it's called the copier test. And there was people in line to go to the copier. And there was a line already. And somebody would, this person would come up with something they had to do a copy of. And five people came up and said, uh, I need to make a copy because I need to make a copy. And a few uh, would let them go in front. And then another group of five people came up and said, I need to make a copy because I'm in a hurry. And those people, more of those people got up front. And then uh, finally, (laughs) the third group came up and said, I need to make a copy because I have to do this report or something like that. I'm probably butchering this. I need to listen to it again. But my, my point is, is, When you give people a reason, they're going to listen more times than not. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that my anger cycle and how I can end my anger cycle helps you with your situations, with your children, or with anybody else for that matter. A topic I could probably talk about for days is social media. Something that I have been involved in for years, helping businesses and entrepreneurs learn how to use it and harness the power of social media. I'm going to talk about um, a somewhat sensitive topic or question that many people have actually asked me even before I had kids when I was teaching social media work social media workshops uh, weekly at different hotels around our area and so the question is uh, in regards to checking your kids social media accounts and usually when they ask me these questions uh, they say is it okay or um, is this an invasion of privacy Does it really matter if it's an invasion of privacy? I don't want to show my kids that I don't trust them. So is this a lack of trust? um, Or am I actually protecting them? (laughs) I I think this is a very valid topic to talk about. Especially because I'm a social media guy. And I'm a stay-at-home dad. So I'm going to share my thoughts and my perspective on this. Okay? So first of all... Uh, And this is coming from a social media guy, a guy who's helped many brands uh, from uh, California Family Fitness, which is a large uh, gym organization, to Caleb Radio, which is a national uh, Christian radio station, and to small brands in the local area. I've I've done a lot of teaching of social media and stuff, so... um, That's coming from this perspective and the perspective of a stay-at-home dad at the same time, okay? So, first of all, it's not an invasion of privacy because you're not selling their information. And second, it's your kid. It's almost like your duty to check on them. And prior to 18, in my opinion, anything is game. They live in your house... Um, or they don't live in your house. If you're a split family and you only have them part-time, it doesn't matter. They're still your kid. And 
and once they're 18, technically they're labeled an adult, but still, they're still your kid. And I don't think they're mature enough. Um, so I think, you know, everything is game as far as like um, their social accounts, their phones, or whatever they have, whatever devices they use, and their um, friends really seeing who their friends are and uh, participating in it. I think being uh, involved in that and maybe this is just part of my parenting style but this is again my perspective and thoughts I think it does build trust unless they are actually doing something wrong because you check it and you go wow wow you know uh, my kids actually saying good things they have pretty decent friends and they're setting an example so yeah that builds trust but if they aren't doing the right thing of course then it doesn't build trust because then you can't trust them um and it does protect them it protects them from themselves because i think until you're about 28 really like 24 to 28 uh you're a danger to yourself and people around you because you're just not in a and the right mindset unless you're one of those really mature kids and it really protects them from having bad friends and those predators you know we all know those predators are out there they're always trying to people and kids accounts so that is my thoughts on uh, checking on your kids account i think you should do it i think it it's kind of like a a right of being a parent not right a passage but it's your right as a parent And if your kid doesn't like it, too bad, so sad, don't have a social account then. That's just my thoughts on it. And if they don't like it, then stop doing wrong stuff. (laughs) So if they're doing the right thing, I don't think they should mind. But again, this is my thoughts and opinions. Thanks for listening to my social media segment and a little bit of a rant there. This next segment is going to be about Christian music because, as I said in my introduction, a little bit about myself. I am a Christian music fan. I have been listening to Christian music since 1986. Really, like, that's the majority of what I listen to. I did go through a phase where I listened to uh, Tupac and Biggie mostly and Bone Thugs and Harmony. But, you know, that's cool. That's good music, so... I'm going to talk about uh, New Release Tuesday. If you haven't heard about New Release Tuesday, you can Google New Release Tuesday. It's a website. uh, I believe it's newreleasetuesday.com. And they talk about uh, new releases and news within the Christian music industry. And so I'm going to talk about just uh, like a few things here that uh, number one, I recently talked about. Uh, if you're not familiar with who this Christian artist is, his name is Josh Wilson. Uh, I believe he's had two albums come out. Really, I did get to meet him when I was at Caleb Radio. Really awesome guy. We really connected. His guitarist recently had a baby. And um, a few hours after, there was complications with his wife. And his wife passed away. So he is now a um, single 
parent, a, a, yeah, a, like a widower, I, I don't even know what that would be called, but, um, I, I just felt, I mean, I just can't even imagine having your first child and, uh, your wife is not there with you. Um, but they raised money and he was able to take, I believe, eight or nine months off the road so that he can grieve and spend time with the baby. And I think that's amazing. I think that's awesome. He's going to need a lot of time and some counseling. So I'm really excited for him to really go through the, well, I'm not excited for him to have to deal with this, but to have that time and that community around him that cares that much about him so he can have the time off to, to spend with his child. And so on a lighter note, if you don't know who Kevin Max is, he was one third of DC talk back in the day. He's more of the rocker dude. And he came out with a new EP and it's called serve somebody. I haven't listened to it yet, but when I listen to it, I'll let you know what I think about it. Um, I struggle with some of his music, at least in the past. He used to be the lead singer of Audio Adrenaline. And if you're a Christian music fan like I am, you listened to Audio Adrenaline back in the day. And um, they used to have a lead singer back in the day. And I'm totally blanking on his name. I do know his name, but I'm literally blanking right now as I'm talking to you. Um, But he had um, an issue with his vocal cords to where they cut out (laughs) like literally he's singing and you hear nothing so even when he talks it's shaky his vocal cords are shaky it's really something i've never seen before but to see him handle it as well as he does he's amazing but uh kevin max was the lead singer for a little while uh the group decided to go more into a worship route and that's when kevin max bowed out I know that Audio Adrenaline is working on a having a new lead singer. I believe they already have one and working on another album. And the other thing I want to talk about is this um, is not a new release so much as um, it is just some exciting news. So uh, Taryn Wells, uh, his he debuted a digital only download of his EP. And uh, he made it to the top three. So that's pretty awesome. And there's a song that's for, uh, that's a free song download if you go to uh, newreleasetuesday.com. And it's from Becca Bradley, Holy, Holy, Holy. I haven't listened to that. Hopefully it's good because I'm recommending you download it. So that is my Christian music news for now. it up for episode 19 thank you so much for listening really appreciate it uh you can connect with me online i'm all over social media you can find me on facebook facebook.com forward slash gary june gary winchester jr that is my personal profile or you can find me on my page at facebook.com forward slash gary winchester page You can find me on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Gary underscore Winchester. Or if you're on Instagram, just search Gary underscore Winchester. 
We'll love to connect with you there. I'm also on Twitter. You can find me at twitter.com forward slash Gary Winchester. Love connecting on Twitter and Instagram the most right now. So if you're there, connect with me. I'm also on Pinterest and a bunch of other social networks like LinkedIn and Google Plus. I don't know. You name it. I think I'm there (laughs) pretty much. Um, And that's the end of episode 19. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. I really hope this has helped you in some way. Uh, We'll catch you on uh, episode 20.